0: Hello all you scientists out there, welcome to the Science Behind That podcast. I am your host Atticus Hamilton, and in the Science Behind That podcast, we take a deep dive into the science of everyday life. Things from, what is maple syrup, and how is it made, to why does my phone wirelessly charge. Things from, what are vaccines, and how do they work, to how does group psychology work, And why do I behave the way I do when I'm with a group of friends? So welcome on in, everybody. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, add some maple syrup to it, sit back, relax, and join us for our Monday and Friday episodes of The Science Behind That. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Science Behind That podcast. I'm your host, Atticus Hamilton, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that literally affects every single person in the world, regardless of who they are, how old they are, how young they are, unless they're like one years old. Then, in the instance that you're a one year old and you're listening to my podcast, that's pretty impressive. Um... <laughs> But, we are going to be talking about what is actually happening physiologically when our uh, limbs fall asleep. Sorry, I had to grab a sip of my coffee there. But, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started with that, it is a beautiful Monday morning here. Uh, any beautiful Monday morning or Friday morning is deserving of a little coffee with some maple syrup in, that, or in it. So, make sure to grab that and uh, come right back. I'll be here for today's episode of the science behind that. So let's just jump right into it. It's so beautiful outside. We have to jump right into it now. Um so before we're gonna use we're gonna use the thigh, or not the thigh. We're gonna use an example of your foot falling asleep, okay? So throughout the entirety of this episode, the example that we're using as a basis for this is going to be our foot falling asleep. But the the physiology that's occurring with your foot is exactly the same that's occurring with like your arm, with just, just with different nerves and, and, and vasculature and muscle groups. So nerves are the sensory center of the body. They they do everything. They uh, they tell us when something is hot and burning us. They tell us when we ate a spicy pepper, when that when and tricks our body into thinking that we're burning but not only do nerves have a role in this but muscles and veins do so before we can really break down what actually is um you know that that tingling feeling when my foot falls asleep we have to understand some human anatomy first so everybody knows what the hamstrings are um, but, not everybody knows the exact terms for them or what they actually look like. So, the exact terms for the hamstrings are, uh, Abductor Magnus. Now, before any of you anatomy people who are in there, who, who know anatomy, or who, who are anatomists, um, I know that the Abductor Magnus is not technically considered a hamstring, I consider it a hamstring. It's not technically a hamstring, but it is a synergistic muscle with the hamstrings, and it looks identical to the hamstrings. So I consider it a hamstring. So we have the abductor magnus, right? Then after that, we have the um, brachialis uh, femoris, and then we have the semitenditinous muscle, and then the semimembranous muscle. And... All of those muscles, they are monogastric muscles, which just mean that they only have one head. So, the six-pack muscle that that makes our six-packs show through is called the rectus abdominis muscle, and that's called a multi- or polygastric muscle because it has multiple heads. So, each one of those packs, each one of those packs of the six-pack, that's a head. And so, the more of those you have, it becomes uh, monogastric, bigastric, trigastric, multigastric, polygastric, etc. But anyway, so, if you could just imagine the the posterior side of a thigh, or the back side of a thigh, I know that's a weird question to ask you guys to do, (laughs) but if you could just imagine that, imagine these muscles, the hamstrings, just coming down the entire back length of the thigh until they get to the uh, femoral tibular uh, joint, which is where the patella is, just on the other side of it. If you could move those muscles to the side, right in the center, right? This is a very weird thing. But if you could put your fingers right in the center of those muscles and then pull them apart, you would see underneath two things, well, two main things. You would see a... uh, a nerve called the uh, sciatic nerve and you would see an artery called the uh, the third deep perfuting perfusing perfuting perfuting artery and those are really really important for what we're talking about so now that we know a little basic anatomy let's get into it so the tingling sensation you feel when you're You know when you just get up after watching the Super Bowl or after studying for the MCAT (coughs) don't know who'd be doing that um that tingling sensation has a medical term associated with it it is called paresthesia uh there are two different types of paresthesia there is chronic paresthesia and then there's acute paresthesia acute paresthesia has a couple different names uh you guys can call it whatever you guys want because it means the same thing there's Transient, it's, it could be called transient paresthesia, it could be called transitionary paresthesia, it could be called acute paresthesia. They all mean the same thing, which is short-term paresthesia compared to chronic paresthesia. And if you guys want to hear another episode about chronic tingling in your, in your limbs, let me know. Uh, send me an email. But anyway, so transients or transitional paresthesia, which is acute paresthesia... What's going on here is, when you're sitting, right? Let's say you're sitting cross-legged on your legs. Well, I <laughs> let's say you're sitting cross-legged on the floor, right? You're watching some sport-related memorabilia on the TV. And then you get up, and it's like, ah, oh, I have that annoying tingling, right? And you, you hit your foot against the floor to get that tingling <laughs> out. Um, well, when you're sitting down... What's happening is you're compressing a lot of things, right? You remember in, I don't know if this was just my elementary school, but in my elementary school, they'd all say crisscross applesauce, and they'd want us to sit in like a little crisscross pattern with our legs. No one ever told me that I was actually suffocating my muscles, arteries, and uh, nerves down there, but I was. So, yeah, that's what's happening. So when you're sitting in either a cross-legged position or when you're sitting on your legs like when you're squatting but then sitting on your legs behind you hold on I need some coffee <sighs> um what you're doing is you're compressing the muscles in 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 this case if it's in your foot you're compressing the muscles both your um triceps surae muscle which is your calf muscle so that is a. It's technically two muscles that make that up. You have the soleus muscle, and then you have the gastrocnemius muscle. So you're compressing both those. Then you're compressing the distal ends of your hamstrings, which um distal just means far away, and proximal means close, right? And in anatomy, any time we use distal or proximal. The, the reference point in terms of what's close and far away is the body. It's the body cavity, the thoracic cavity, right? So the proximal end of the hamstrings would be up towards your groin. The distal end is down towards your patella. So you're compressing the distal end of your uh, hamstrings down uh, near, near your patella. You're compressing them not only are you compressing them right and that gets and we get in we'll get into an issue of why that's an issue not only are you compressing them but you're also compressing your arteries numero uno is your um is the deep, the third deep perfuting artery of your of your thigh you're compressing that and one thing we know about human anatomy is wherever there are arteries there are nerves Because arteries and nerves like to run in tandem with one another. Because wherever a nerve is going, it's a fair chance that that tissue that needs a nerve needs an artery, right? And not just that, but our muscles are innervated, which means that they're riddled with nerves, kind of like spider webs. So if you were to cut open a muscle and look through it, you'd just see kind of like these veins crawling through it. Those veins are, are, are nerves, generally, generally. So you're compressing the muscles and you're compressing the veins, right? So what's happening? Well, when you're compressing the veins, blood flow to that area decreases. And I I asked my friends this. I said, guys, what do you think causes um, transient uh, paresthesia? And of course, after I explained to them what it was, they said that um, they thought that it was due to a compression of the arteries in your leg. And they're not entirely wrong, but they're not entirely right. So while you're compressing the arteries, the nerves around those arteries and in your muscles are starting to scream. They're starting to try to send signals up the um, uh, peripheral nervous system into the central nervous system, and they're trying to say, hey, we're being crushed here, get up, you know? (laughs) They're trying to send pain sensors, or sensory... Uh, signals to the brain, but they can't. And they can't because if you think of a watering hose, but like a really cheap watering hose that's really bendable and you don't have a lot of water flowing, (laughs) that's a very specific example. But if you think of that, if you put your foot on it, what happens? The water output slows to a trickle, right? Because you're compressing that tube. It's the exact same thing here. You're, 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 except you're more of putting like a kink in your nerves here so the nerve signal can't really get out and the nerve signal that does get out the brain filters that out because it thinks oh that's just like background signal because if the brain paid attention to every background signal we would feel the force of gravity on our shoulders 9.81 meters per second squared we would feel that it'd be very weird um, but we don't because our brain filters out some of that sensory data. So this is only half the problem. Because now when we're since we're ta- talking about the legs, now we have to consider the sciatic nerve. Sciatic nerve splits in, in a fork into two other smaller nerves once it gets to the um the posterior side of the patella. Um it splits into the fibular nerve and the tibular nerve, okay? And honestly, th- you know, we we uh, medical people, we anatomists are very imaginative. <laughs> so the tibular nerve is called the tibular nerve because it innerviates the tibia. And the fibular nerve is the fibular nerve because it innervates the fibula. So, or innervates. I keep saying innervates. Innervates the fibula. So... When you're sitting down, you start to compress this nerve as well as the other ones. Only difference this time is this is a big nerve. The tibular, fibular, and sciatic nerves are very, very big nerves. And they're deep tissue nerves. So you're compressing this, right? And then you may notice, like, when you're sitting in this position, you may notice nothing. You know, you don't notice pain. You don't notice tingling. I start to notice tingling after a little bit, but... Generally, you don't really notice tingling there, right? But then, when you get up to give Will Ferrell a high five after that Super Bowl ad, all of a sudden you're hit by that tingling. And why are you hit by that tingling? You're hit by that tingling because all of a sudden it's like unkinking a hose. When you unkink a hose or when you get stop stepping on a hose, all the water comes rushing out it's the same thing here when you stand up after sitting down like that you're no longer compressing the muscles so all the innervation all the nerves inside those muscles are now able to get their signals through the brain and they have like a backup of signals that need to go through and they go through all at once then all the signals from the nerves do the same thing there's again a backup of signals there that go through all at once and then you have your sciatic nerve your tibial nerve, and your fibular nerve, or your fibial nerve, um, and all of those have, all of those nerves have signals that were held up, but now they can go right through because there's nothing blocking them, and so what happens, your brain is like, oh my god, what happened, I, I went to take a break for five minutes, and now I have all these people screaming at me, That's basically what your brain does right but your brain isn't going to because there's just so much signal there your brain isn't going to sort through it and say oh this was a pressure sensation not a pain sensation so it triggers the pain receptors or the pain response throughout your body because your brain interprets it as pain so that's why for everybody it's uncomfortable and for a lot of people it's painful is because of that. And that's what causes uh, the tingling in your feet or, as we said previously, paresthesia. So next time you're with your friends or your family uh, watching something on TV and and someone's sitting down on their legs, you can explain to them why it's going to hurt when they get up. So, (laughs) So I appreciate all of you guys for being here today and listening to this episode. I had a lot of fun making this episode. I love anatomy episodes like this, um, I really do. On Friday, we're going to be talking about what is that fluttering feeling you feel in your heart, you know, the butterflies in your chest. What is that feeling, you know, that you get maybe when you're anxious or maybe when you're excited, you know, you're going to an amusement park, you're going to see a cool movie, you're going to see your significant other, whatever it is. We're going to be talking about that on Friday, so stay tuned for that. And But until then, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful Monday morning. It's very cold here, so I hope it's not as cold as it is here wherever you guys are. But have a wonderful Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy that coffee, and remember, as always, I'll see you in the next episode, and stand up and question everything.